This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hey fam, welcome to another episode of Making Shift Happen. And again, you are being subjected to my wonderful morning voice. So yeah, love you, mean it. Um, Anyways, I am talking about the top travel tips this week. The reason for that, hey, holidays are coming. There's going to be a little bit more traveling that's going to be happening. And I just don't want anyone to feel like they're out, I don't know, six miles from the coast, treading water, right? No one wants to be doing that. Instead, I want you to feel like you're empowered and you feel like you're still kind of pushing a little bit more towards your goals and habits that you're wanting to build and all of this stuff. Okay. So let's dive in. Um, okay. So let's see, how many do I have? I have my notes out here. Ah, top 10. Of course I've needed a round number. I made these notes like two weeks ago. Um, all right. So top 10 tips for traveling. And the first one is going to be to identify your daily non-negotiables. These can vary each day as things happen or progress. Basically, non-negotiables are two or three things that you can do every day that should be in alignment with your goals overall, meaning they're going to make you feel good and, and push you towards your goals, all right? They're honestly things that you should have in place even on days that you're not traveling, all right? So ideally, having them in place every day can help guide you daily. Mine, for example, are often protein at every meal, um, usually at least like a 20-minute walk minimum every day. That makes Milo happy. It makes me happy as well. Um, And then to drink at least 80 ounces of water per day. Those are just ideas, but those are not obviously set in stone. Those are just things that you can obviously implement, and you can also make them flex as needed. The key with non-negotiables is that they should be manageable. They shouldn't be too hard, but they should be challenging enough, all right? Um, Now, the second one. Stay hydrated. All right, people, airplane air is dry. And this honestly helps you stay hydrated, helps you, you know, prevent illnesses. There is going to be, of course, a factor if you're doing a road trip by car. Yeah, you're going to have to time it around when you're in the car and when you're actually driving. So just be mindful of that. Um, But that's really what's going to help you feel good is by staying hydrated, you're going to feel good, you're going to feel a little bit more energetic, and you're not going to feel so run down and just like a shriveled prune. All right, so freaking stay hydrated. Yes, yes, like I said earlier, I know road trips can be an exception because of bathroom breaks and stuff, but just try to flank your flank your hydration as much as you can. And, and every hour that you're in the car, try to have it to where you're, you know, maybe having a few sips every hour. All right, third step here and third tip, move every day. You know, walks after dinner, maybe even early morning to help with your circadian rhythm if you're in a different time zone using maybe body weight and bands type of workouts, maybe even traveling with your TRX, just keep moving. All right. Do some sort of movement, especially, I mean, walking is going to be probably the most accessible if you are an able-bodied individual, but you know, it's kind of one of those situations where as, as long as you're moving in some capacity every day, you're just going to feel a little bit better. All right. Now my favorite simple routine to do every morning when I'm traveling and things like that, is just going to be something simple, 10 squats, 10 lunges, 10 pushups, 10 sit-ups. That's it. I mean, really, that is, that is absolutely it. 10 squats, 10 lunges, 10 pushups, 10 sit-ups. Keep it simple. And I apologize for any background noise. My in-laws are in town they're allowed. Um, all right. So (laughs) tip number four is don't make every meal luxurious or decadent. 
There's no need. Just because you're traveling doesn't mean that you have to indulge in every single meal. All right. I know. I know. Vacation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vacation. Let me gain 10, gain 10 pounds or 15 or 20. I don't know. Whatever your goal is. Not every meal has to be luxurious or, or indulgent. All right. Instead, choose a meal every day that you want to enjoy yourself a little more on. Outside of that daily decadent meal, eat a little bit more lean. Eat some leaner options in the other meals that day. That will just help kind of counteract your enjoyment of enjoying those meals out, okay? I'm not saying don't enjoy those meals out. No, do. But for crying out loud, it doesn't have to be every single meal. You don't have to have bacon at every single meal, for example. I get it. Bacon's amazing. Yes. Um, But, you know, it's an ebb and a flow. And you kind of have to choose what battles you want to kind of go after, all right? Now, restaurant meals, they're higher in fat because fat is flavor and it's just an easy addition to a meal. I used to work in a restaurant for years and it is. It can be a very low cost addition to a meal just to make it taste good. And also, you know, fatty foods have a really nice mouthfeel and that's usually like fat and salt are usually the two most common flavors um, or, you know, I don't want to say flavor, but whatever. We're just going to go with it. Uh, those are going to be the two things that have the biggest pull for people to keep coming back to that restaurant. All right. So because restaurant meals can just be higher in fat, generally speaking, you want to plan accordingly. All right. Now, maybe that means that you're just going to do less cheese or less avocado or butter or whatever, maybe, you know, dressing or sauce on the side that way you can kind of manage it and enjoy it. I actually personally find that that's a little bit more enjoyable than just having the dressing or the sauce like doused on my steak, for example. Uh, but that's just me. I like the flavor of the food. I like the flavor of the meat. Doesn't necessarily love like having, I don't necessarily love having like the full decadent experience of the entire sauce. Like I love Bernays, but do I need the whole ramekin on my entire steak when I go to a French restaurant? Absolutely not. Or maybe, I don't know. It depends on my mood. <laughs> but again, just be reasonable. All right. And you know, it's one of those things where you can even when you're eating out, maybe choose not to have an appetizer or choose to have a smaller appetizer, whatever it is for you. All right. Again, just choose accordingly, kind of figure out what's working for you that day. Also, don't forget to enjoy the culture of the place that you're traveling to. So if it is a, a different culture than where you reside generally in your day to day life, then explore it. I find food is, is huge portal to exploring the local culture. I'm a, I'm a big foodie. I love traveling and I love experiencing cultures through food and you can too, but it can definitely take a little thinking to balance exploration with your health goals. So just keep in mind, again, not every meal has to be super decadent, but in every meal, a part of that meal can be decadent. Just maybe don't think about the entire meal through, you know, seven days or 14 days or however long you're gone. Every single meal has to be decadent, like the whole thing just have a part of it, you know, like just explore something, maybe have a decadent appetizer, maybe have a decadent dessert afterwards, maybe have your main entree be the decadent option that day. I have no idea, but there are definitely ways to go about this, but this is hands down this and movement, daily movement. And I'd say like hydration and sleep, but I would put this at the top of, of the reasons why people who travel for a living might gain a little bit more body fat than they are looking to or want or desire based on their goals. Now, keep in mind, everybody has different goals. I'm not saying like small bodied human is a superior human. F that BS. I'm just saying that this is the number one thing that I see. And I've traveled with dozens of people 
if not hundreds of people over the years, especially when I was in my previous career. I was on the road every week and I would see this firsthand in the airport restaurants with business travelers that I would converse with and we would talk about it because they would find out, of course, that I was a coach part-time and then they'd want to pick my brain, um, which I love. But, you know, it's one of those situations where it is a common theme that I see very often. Um, just be mindful of what you're eating, you know, and and we can go from there. All right. Tip number five, eat slowly when you are indulging. So when you are picking something that's decadent and savor that, savor that shit. <laughs> like even just a few more chews per bite can seriously help you savor the meal while also preventing you from overeating. Okay. Don't treat your meals like an eating competition. I love saying that because it's true. Your meals out are not an eating competition. You're not rushing to get through it as quickly as possible, right? You're not winning anything for eating faster. So slow the hell down and enjoy your food. Savor it. And then savor the conversation with people around you if you are traveling with someone or maybe you strike up a conversation with a stranger next to you. Um, but be, be safe with that. All right, so tip number six. Remember, consistency wins over everything. A single salad or meal will not bring you health, just like a single meal will not bring you turmoil with your with your health, all right? Please keep that in mind and don't beat yourself up over the single meal or even the single weekend out or the single week on vacation, you know, or whatever it is, traveling for holidays. I don't know, whatever it is for you. That single instance is really what's not going to make or break the situation, all right? So, Consistency over the long term, consistency is going to be key. Just being able to kind of repeat your efforts as best as you can. All right, number seven, take a break from technology for the love of God. Please just take a break from technology. I see this even sometimes when I'm camping. People are still like trying to check their phone and stuff. And I get it. Some people are obviously taking photos with their phone. There is a difference. That's cool because, of course, you want to, you know, savor the experience, savor the moment, capture the moment. But please just get your eyes off the phone. If you're out with family, like don't, don't sit on your phone trying to catch up with the news for crying out loud. Like, you know, maybe it's a little, um, I'm a little hostile about this topic because of my recent experience with family and stuff visiting, but seriously, don't like stare at a phone. All right. Take a damn break from technology. You were paid if you're not retired, you are literally paid to take time off of work. And actually, if you are retired, technically you were paid to take time off of work because you just, you know, contributed to your 401k and stuff. But you're being paid to take time off of work, to do whatever trip and experience you're doing. Savor it. Just like your mindful eating, you know, tip that I just gave. It can help you feel less anxious, less overwhelmed, and more focused, and honestly, just less bitter and angry. All right. It may even help you get better sleep. So seriously, just take a break from technology. You know, give yourself a few minutes maybe every day, but don't sit on there for like an hour looking at the news when I'm like trying to have a conversation with you <laughs> about life and deep life topics because life gets lifey and sometimes we just need to know that we're not alone and we're in this together. But no, seriously, like, you know, when you're spending time with people, you want to spend time with people, all right? And I get it. Not everyone's family or friends and things like that. Maybe... A good experience for them, right? Maybe it brings up stuff for them. I get that. I respect that. I have experienced that myself, but it's also time to kind of step away and recognize like, hey, okay, maybe this is a time to connect and maybe heal old wounds or whatever. All right. All right. Tip number eight, sleep and enjoy some damn R&R. Please rest and relaxation for the win, especially if you're on vacation or you're doing some downtime. All right. 
my thing is, my suggestion here is to focus on some awesome bedtime routines that work really well for you. Figure it out. You know, especially when you're on vacation, when you have a little less distractions, if you have kids and maybe you don't have the kids with you, great. That's a great time for you to kind of experience like, hey, what works really well for me? And then how can I implement that when I get home? All right. Being away from work and your daily responsibilities is literally one of the best times to make changes to your routine. I know I know a lot of folks think it's the least ideal time because then you're out of your routine, you're out of your system, and you're away from home. No, man. You are away from all those distractions at home that you might normally get. You are away from all of that day-to-day crap that is subconsciously bogging you down. Maybe it's Maybe it's just like an unclean house or a cluttered bedroom or a cluttered office, whatever it is, you're away from that now. So now you're able to actually focus on what works really well for you. Okay. So embrace that. Maybe even get some more sleep or get some naps in, you know, enjoy some downtime, not doing anything at all. If you can muster it. I will also go ahead and add here. I'm going to plug something. All right. If you're the type of person who cannot sit still and has always, has always got to be doing something, reflect on why that is. All right. Relaxation is productive. You can relax. You can literally sit on the sofa and kick your feet up if you need to. All right. All right. Number nine, pack some snacks. Seriously. Do I need to say more? All right. Snacks, especially if you're doing a road trip or you're hitting the airport. Great. You're going to have some options there for airport snacks. There's always going to be like Hudson news and, you know, report here in the States, whatever it is, but pack some snacks. So even before you get to the airport, if you are doing some air, some sort of air travel, you know, bring some fruit, maybe even some protein snacks or protein powder. Um, do know any liquids, please look at your TSA requirements. Don't be dumb. Um, but you know, bring some fruit with you, maybe bring some sliced veggies. If you're, if you like that, I'm a real big fan of carrot chips. Um, I do not like celery. Everyone freaking suggests celery. I, I can't stand celery. If celery is your jam, great. Go with celery. Personally, I'm not big on on bringing veggies with me a ton. I mean, sometimes veggie, sometimes carrot chips, but I most likely bring apples, bananas, and blueberries. All right, and I'll keep the blueberries in my little clamshell, you know, container that comes from the store or whatever. Or I'll put stuff in a silicone bag. And the cool thing with silicone bag is, yeah, they're reusable, which is awesome. So when you're at the end of the trip, and you're at the other side, other side of things, and you're at your destination, you can use the silicone bag to kind of. Um, you know, help with any food to go, or maybe if you get more fruit or whatever, but please, please, please be careful if you're doing any international trips because yeah, fruits and and veggies on the other side of things are going to be caught. So, you know, you got to eat them while while you're traveling. (laughs) Um, but again, be prepared for TSA guidelines on what you can pack since that can change since your previous trip. Take it from me. I used to travel every week. I know I'm going to put myself on a pedestal here, but seriously, like I used to literally travel for a living. You're going to want to stay on top of TSA um, guidances and guidelines rather, because that's, that's just a smart call anyways. Like you don't want to be traveling with some hot sauce that you just bought at your destination and you're coming back and then they're going to freaking, you know, take it like that stinks. Um, so yeah, wait until after security check to buy any liquids you know, if you can take it and keep them sealed, obviously, and until you, you get back home or wherever you're going. Um, don't be mad at the TSA for your lack of preparation. All right. I, I know I'm, I'm going to sound kind of like an, an, an asshole for saying that, but seriously, I, I see it so often and I'll see people like in security check lines, just get irate at TSA for doing something. And I, I get it. I know sometimes people can be a little rough with things and, and stuff like that, but 
please know they have a job to do. They're trying to keep everyone safe. Um, you know, and let's just, let's just be nice and be a little kind to everyone. Um, it's their busiest time of the year and, and it's hard. Okay. (laughs) All right. So tip number 10, this is going out to all my friends and listeners who might experience some flight anxiety. All right. If you're flying and you do experience flight anxiety, I get it. Um, I'm not, not that type of person I used to be because I, I traveled late. I, you know, my, my mother has actually never flown in a plane. All right. I am flown. I don't even know how many times. Um, but it's one of those situations where, you know, our family trips were mostly by car. All right. My mom just likes having her feet planted on the ground. And it makes me sad because you can see so much of the nation and world that we live in by plane. And I know it's not the most eco-friendly, environmental, environmentally friendly, you know, source of travel, obviously, but it is an experience. With that can come some anxiety, especially if you are a new flyer or a newer flyer. Please respect that. Anxiety is a very real feeling. I'm going to give you some tips on, on handling flight anxiety. Please know, of course, I'm not a mental health practitioner. So let's talk about it. All right. If, if you're anxious while flying, speak to your mental health provider if you need to, of course, but you can also try to be present with these mindful tips. It's always suggested to kind of wiggle your feet as you sit in your seat. All right. Pretty easy and, and quick and funny. I don't know, not really funny, uh, but a quirky way to remember this is, yeah, you know, wiggle your feet as you sit in the seat. Um, that wiggling of your feet helps ground you helps you kind of come into play with your sense of touch and that brings you to where you are. All right. Then try to involve your senses. All right. We've got five of them. So let's vary it, vary it up. Next best thing is to try to identify maybe something that you see that's red or whatever color, like choose a color in your head. All right. And then try to identify a smell, identify a sound and identify a taste you know, get your senses involved and be present with that. There's even um, anti-anxiety podcasts and things like that for this that you might want to consider downloading beforehand to have available to you on your flight. All right. The main focus is to bring yourself to the present moment and, and, you know, just to kind of bring your mind and your senses in, in, into the circle here, instead of dwelling on your fear or anxiety inducing moment or future event that you may, that may not ever happen. All right. Not being present basically is what can spark anxiety and fear. So thinking about what could happen in the future, right? Future casting. So that's why it's really important to bring yourself back to center and your present moment. All right. So there you go, fam. Those are my top tips for traveling and maintaining your health and wellness on your trips going forward, especially this holiday season. If you do happen to leave home, uh, you know, what would you add or enhance upon these top 10 things that I talked about? All right. I'm going to review them real quick. I can't promise you that my my family won't be loud in the back. But number one, identify your daily non-negotiables. Usually two to three do the trick. Stay hydrated for number two. Number three, move every day for the love of goodness. Move. Move your body. Number four, don't make every meal luxurious or decadent. Just be, you know, just consider which meal or which part of the meal you want to be a little bit more indulgent, a little bit more fatty, a little bit more enjoyable. But don't forget to kind of enjoy the culture of whatever you're you're experiencing in that area, okay? Number five, 
eat slowly when you are indulging and even just when you're eating in general. All right. Number six, remember that consistency wins over everything. So don't get hung up on the single, the single meals and experiences. Number seven, take a break from technology for the love of goodness. Number eight, sleep and enjoy some R&R. All right. It's going to do your body good. Number nine, (laughs) pack snacks. Everyone should pack snacks. Always be prepared, all right? Because you're going to be delayed, all right? Things are going to have to be de-iced if you're flying, and there's just going to be stuff. There's always going to be that unruly passenger that can't find a spot in the in the bin above for his luggage, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, pack some freaking snacks, all right? All right, number 10. Last but not least, manage your flight anxiety. If you are flying and you have a little bit of anxiety about that, great, let's do it. All right, so there you go, fam. That's, that's all I've got for you, all right? I hope if you are traveling that you have some safe travels and savor those moments. If this episode was helpful, please do share it on social media and tag me in it at Shift Human Performance. Rate it and subscribe. That's how I get in to more podcasts and I don't know, get into more ears. I, I, I don't know. I was going to end on that, but it sounded weird. This is just me. This is me, my morning voice in a weekend with the in-laws. All right, I love you all and I will catch you next week. Bye.